honey, it's your girl Brianna J, and this is Break Free From Yourself Podcast. This podcast is my precious baby that is centered around self-reflection and self-love. It's about a young woman's journey, me of course, to find inner peace, but also realizing that sometimes she can play a role in holding herself back from that peace. This is going to be a space where I'll be real with y'all, but I'll also be real with myself. Listen, I know I'm not the only one that can hold themselves back from that greatness that they're supposed to be. Maybe y'all will be able to relate and we can get through this journey together. So let's take a walk together, hun. I want to go ahead and apologize for why it sounds the way it does. I live in a one bedroom apartment. And the sound is not giving how it was when I was at my mama's house. I could literally close myself off in one small room. My office is in like my common area. So the sound is not giving what it used to give. And I'm still trying to play with things. I think I have it figured out now. But it's, I've already recorded it twice. And so y'all gonna see how it sounds. Just please bear with me. Uh, my apologies. I saw we. I saw we. But thank you for listening. <laughs> and let's get to it. I'm all alone. There's no one here beside me. My problems have all gone. And there's no one here to drown me. But you got to have friends. Hey honeys, it's your girl Brianna J and welcome back to another episode of Break Free From Yourself Podcast. Now, don't hold, no, y'all need to hold me accountable. I told y'all I was going to do once a month. It's going on two months because I think I did it in June, mid-June, early June. I lied to y'all. I'm sorry. Life been life and I've been trying to get everything straight with work now that I feel like I'm getting my footing. I decided to give y'all another episode. Now, this is going to be a part two to the whole friendship journey. This part is going to revolve around breakups that I've experienced, the ups and downs versus breakups. Or no, I'm just going to talk about how I felt when I experienced these breakups and kind of how it led on to those breakups. I know y'all have heard the same thing that I've heard about Friends come, and men, but friends come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Now, for some reason, that would never click for me. It did not click for me until I became an adult. I always say my worst breakups have been with a woman. It was a friendship that went sour, and I hate that that is... One of the biggest relationships that kind of had the most impact on me. Till this day, now it's kind of hard for me to kind of interact with women because I know for sure that I cannot have that bond that I had with anybody else prior to us having the breakup. I've tried to replace, but to be honest, the breakup just had a lasting impact. That friendship had a lasting impact. Unfortunately, I probably stamped the fact that we would never be friends again by trying to show I hold the weight in the relationship. I tried to make it, I tried to be the bigger bitch. 
let's just call it what it is and ended up suing her and that solidified us not being friends anymore and not only that I kind of made another friendship kind of rocky because I brought we both brought our mutual friend into our BS we were living together at the time for some reason we weren't communicating um I know that she was going through her issues personally but for me I felt like yeah you're going through your issues but we all got issues I, and I will say that I was not being understanding at that time of what she was going through. I wasn't being there. I felt like I was working full time. I was in school full time. I can't be there for you. And and that was me. Um, I think at one point I, I told her, like, you need to be on your business stuff. And I don't see you doing that. And that's affecting the way we live. But we both experienced something traumatic at that time and it hit her more because it was closer to home but I wasn't understanding of hey you're mentally going through something and I will always I've I've been saying this for a couple episodes now I've been selfish but I don't realize until it's too late that I'm being selfish and at that point when she picked up and got her stuff and left because We weren't talking. We lived in the house or in the apartment for months and did not talk. So, yeah. Um, Anyways, I'm not going to go into too much detail about just where things went south. But I will say our biggest issue was we weren't communicating like we used to. Um, Maybe we weren't emotionally mature enough to take on these things and talk about it. But that was a big issue. And the fact that we had not talked about what we were going through, neither one of us could understand. We only saw what we could see on a surface level and ran with it. I did reach out to her maybe a couple years later. We hashed it out and I was hoping that we would be friends after. But I understand why we're not. Um, That, As much as I say that experience, even the breakup for me, was traumatic. I could only imagine how traumatic it was for her to go through different things that she was going through and then to have somebody just sue you. And let me explain. I sued her because we were living together. She moved out and we had four months left on the rent. At that moment, I'm like, I can't pay this by myself. We went into this venture together. I need money to pay for this rent, which... I found out that I could pay for it because up until we went to court, I had to pay for it anyways. So, yeah, um, that triggered me for a minute. I cried about that friendship for years. It happened in 2016, went to court in 17 years. I was hurt by that friendship because I put her probably on the highest level as far as friendship is concerned because we were just so close. I'd be at her mama's house, not every day, a lot of days. She'd be at my house. Like we bonded. So maybe it was codependency and that's probably why we moved in together. And then we realized that we don't need to be codependent. But yeah, that situation, as far as friendships, traumatized me and kind of made it where I tried to replace her um, because that was... 
I'll say she was Meredith at that point. I think we both had points where we were both Meredith and Christina. But at the, at the point where we were literally on the edge of breaking up, she was more Meredith and I was Christina. And y'all know how Christina is on Grey's Anatomy. Her emotional cues are not always there at the right moment. She sees business. She sees work ethic. Although I'm trying to get to that point now where I can see emotional intelligence. I was not there at 21, 2021. I didn't turn 21 until right before I graduated. So yeah, that relationship left a lasting impression on me. Another relationship that left a lasting impression on me. I don't say it left a lasting impression on me like I I yearned for this friendship after the breakup. I did because we also had a codependency situation. Like she would call me and all the time. We'd text each other, FaceTime all the time. Literally when I was dating, she would be there. Or actually when she was dating and talking to somebody, I was there too. We were like third willing each other at certain points of our friendship. So that left a lasting impression too. And I'll speak because I feel like codependency needs to just have their own episode. That's a whole another episode. But that left a lasting impression too. Even though I know for sure that that was not supposed to be a friendship that I carried for the rest of my life for multiple reasons. I realized that that wasn't a friendship because we kept clashing too much. I felt like there was a competition layer and not from my standpoint. I felt like she saw me as competition for whatever reason. I didn't think there was any. I knew that we didn't always see eye to eye on things, but I did feel like there was always a vibe from her that I got where we always didn't mesh. She threw a lot of jabs at me and me personally, I'm not one of them chicks that are quick with reading. I'm, I'm terrible at reading. I can't take oh I can't take jokes. I can't joke. So that was something that was always an issue for me. And I know that there were points where I would tell her, stop playing with me because basically, for lack of better words, I'd be like, I'm about that life and you're not. So just stop. So for we ended up moving in together. And this was actually before. It was before, during, and after. Our our friendship was on and off for a couple of years. But we ended up living together. And one day I started antagonizing her just because there was a history of her antagonizing me. And I knew that there was a point where she was triggered or sensitive. So I antagonized her and basically locked her out of a friend's room just to be petty. And we ended up getting into an altercation in the friend's room. Then later on that night, I saw that she was talking on Snapchat at that time. And so I went to her room to press her about it. Because why are you talking about me? And I'm in another room. Like, if you got something to me, say it. I don't know where these balls came from, but your girl always had them. So she... Proceeds to tell me to get out of her room. And I'm like, if you want me to leave, come make me start fighting again. Well, at some point in that fight, a gun was pulled out on me. And I told that girl, okay, if you're going to pull it out, you might as well use it. 
or did I say shoot me? Shoot me. I, I, anyways, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I told her to shoot me. If you if you're gonna pull it, shoot me. Um, I didn't get shot, obviously, and I'm grateful because although I was trying to act hard, I'm scared like a gun has been pulled out on me. But I'm not gonna act like a punk. Like you ain't gonna punk me. So yeah. And after that happened, we were friends for a few months. Then I broke up with her. And then after maybe a year or two, we got back together. Um, and for years, people were like, why are y'all friends? Like, this is toxic. Y'all are toxic for each other. You, you're not pulling the best out of each other. And for me, I, I shouldn't. I felt like I always had it. And for me, it wasn't ever a competition, but I always felt like I had to protect myself in that friendship. Because, like I told you, she would always come for me for whatever reason. So, I probably should have known that, hey, this is not a friendship that I should carry. But it was, my dumb ass was doing it anyways for whatever reason. Um, it took literally until me standing up to her and saying, this is, I, I feel like you're not a good friend. Although I knew she wasn't a good friend. I would never tell her, you're not a good friend. I would just accept the shittiness. Well, eventually I ended up saying, hey, this is not a good friendship. And basically asking, I don't know if I was asking for an apology or just asking for her to be there for me. Well, never got a response. So that friendship ended. And I don't miss that friendship like I miss the other one because I already knew that was toxic. But I do miss having someone that literally I could talk to all night. And this is with a boyfriend. Let me not. Okay. Let me explain. I would still have a boyfriend and still do this. With both of these friendships. But now because we I built that relationship with both of these women, I felt like that's what a friendship's supposed to be. So maybe... I need to learn what true friendship is. I'm not saying that those are my best friendships. Obviously not because they didn't work. But I yearned for friendship. And even with me being on this Bumble app, I've yearned for not all aspects of those friendships, but pieces from those friendships just because it was consistent. I guess we all... In both situations, it was kind of high maintenance. So that's what I liked, the high maintenance friendship aspect. But the bad things in both friendships, because there were bad things in both friendships, obviously, I did not, I did not want anymore. Now, those are not the only friendships that have had impacts on me, but those are the only ones that I'm going to talk about today. Um, what I will say is when you decide to become friends with people okay let me just say this when I'm on Bumble I used to look at people weird because I'm like why are you acting like I'm trying to date you you're giving me like these 21 questions and asking me all this stuff but now that I'm looking at it it kind of makes sense because you don't want to build these lifelong or not lifelong you don't want to build these relationships and put effort into these relationships, friendships, 
and for them to not work. So although I'm not expecting you to be my man, I probably should be asking all these questions to see if you're crazy or not. I should probably ask you these questions to see if you're reliable. I need to gauge what type of energy that I'm going to get and receive and also give to you. So I don't think I'm going to be active on Bumble much longer because I'm not going to lie, I'm just not feeling everything that I'm getting. And like I said, I've made relationships outside of Bumble that it's okay for me to not be there. But I think, and I don't think I know, the reason why I got on the app was to replace these voids of the two friendships that I've just mentioned previously. But I've come to realize that that's not healthy because they didn't last long. We didn't understand boundaries. And still to the, till this day in some of the relationships or friendships that I have now, boundaries have been crossed. Boundaries are not put up. And so I should not want to try to enter into any new friendship without establishing something head on. And I feel like I've always felt like the whole Bumble thing was weird. But now I feel like I need to meet somebody face to face. I need to interact with people in the world and not use this app because it could be a it could be a weirdo in real life. But also it's, it's a higher chance of meeting a weirdo online. I'm glad that today I am able to not talk about these friendship breakups and cry. It took me a while to get to this point um, or not even be angry because the first friendship, I would obviously be crying and angry. But the second one, I was angry at that person and also myself because why would I put myself in a situation where multiple times harm could come my way? Because although I've spoken about the whole gun being pulled on me by that person, there have been other incidents where we were put in a situation where it was dangerous. But I was attracted to, unfortunately, I was attracted to the toxicity and the excitement with that friendship. I think that's the only reason why it kept me longer. True. I know we used to, we experienced times that we probably shouldn't have. And I think that's what I admired about that friendship, that we were both down for whatever. But it got to a point where we were down for whatever against each other. And that's not what needs to happen in a friendship. So I'm breaking free from the hurt in those past friendships and also from trying to find, I'm breaking free from trying to fill those voids from those friendships because there was something wrong with both of them and that's why they didn't last. Whether it, me, whether it was not being communicative or being too communicative where you're upsetting somebody, there was a problem in both relationships that probably should have been handled long before things went south. But I'm still growing and I'm still learning. And I hope y'all learn from my mistakes too and just vet your friends like you're vetting your man. I can honestly say I probably had PTSD from both of the friendships. Some uh, probably was caused by me um, because I probably should have ended it, but that's neither here nor there. So just make sure you try to protect your peace, but also understand where you may fall. Because like I said, I faulted a lot in both friendships by myself. It was They weren't just the problem. I was also the problem. So try to be the friend that you want. If you want somebody to be some type of way, 
stop looking at what they're doing and you do it yourself. Because at the end of the day, you can't be mad at somebody that they're not being friend-like to you if you're not being friend-like. Also, knowing that friendship or relationship has run its course, as I said before, friends are there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Realize when they're not that lifetime friend and speak up. Let it be known. Um, it doesn't have to be a negative situation. It doesn't have to be a big blow up. But if you see that the relationship is not suiting you, move forward. Anyways, I feel like I'm being long-winded. So I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Break Free From Yourself podcast. I know y'all didn't forget about Rebel Vision for all your skincare needs. Rebel Vision was created to encourage individuals to embrace self-love by encouraging them to show their body some real body love. We got the body butter, the rose water, the net exfoliators, the black soap, and the liquid black soap. Come and join the Rebel team by following us on Instagram at rbl underscore vzn and liking our Facebook page, Rebel Vision. To order products for your skincare needs, check out the site, www.therebelvision.com. That's www.therbelvzn.com. If you don't already follow my Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter, go ahead and do that at underscore Brianna J. That is underscore B-R-I-A-U-N-A-J. TikTok is my best friend, so you know you can definitely find me on there. Use any of those platforms to comment and let me know what you think or want to hear on the podcast. Bye, honey. Thank you for listening to Break Free From Yourself podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and come back for another episode.